Magandang gabi. Good evening, everyone. It's currently, what, midnight, literally, um, here in Dallas, Texas. I am here for layover, and I just got back from my trips. So I'm just going to make this quick little episode. I am so exhausted, low-key. Um, I'm just so happy to be on the ground sometimes, honestly. Being up in the air for so long is exhausting. I get jet lagged and just, yeah, anyways. <sighs> it feels so weird being in different places, to be honest. It feels like every time I enter a new airport I haven't been into, it just feels like I'm entering or going to a whole new planet. It's really crazy. But this episode is going to be about bodies, body dysmorphia and my struggles with my bad eating habits when I was in high school and let me tell you I looking back at my pictures from you know a couple years ago I looked really skinny I looked really good and people would think yo like she's really healthy and she looks really fit and you know people would think that I was fit back then and all that but to be honest that was the most that was the most unhealthiest I've ever been because I wasn't eating right I was going through phases where I would eat once a day you know I feel like a lot of girls most girls go through that phase where they have really unhealthy eating habits they start starving themselves and I was doing that and I just looked at I didn't I don't know I wasn't content with how I looked and I was trying to meet society standards for what beauty was and I ended up harming my body in so many different ways and I felt like shit and there would be days where I honestly went to the bathroom like 10 times just because every time I ate or anytime I ate I would go to the bathroom right away and let it out if you know what I mean and when I looked at myself in the mirror, I just, I look at myself for a long time and I'm just like criticizing different parts of my body and wishing that some of the fat from my stomach, my chin would just go away. And that's why I wasn't eating. I, the person I looked at in the mirror just didn't look like me or who I wanted me to be or the person I expected my body to be. I wasn't meeting my mind's expectations. And to be honest, I I currently am eating a lot better. I do still look at myself in the mirror for a while and just like pick up, you know, pick little things to nitpick about my body. And I, it's a bad habit that I need to cut off, honestly, and I feel healthier because I'm going to the gym more often. I'm going to go to the gym in the morning before my flight, um, and, you know, I'm eating better, working out more. Um, the thing is, I still, I don't know, it's <laughs> body dysmorphia. I feel 
fat sometimes, but I'm not, you know? When I'm bloated, I feel fat, but I know I'm not. It's just my mind playing games with me of... I feel like the way I feel kind of tricks my mind into thinking that I am a certain weight, you know? Like, if I feel shitty or bloated, I feel fat and just big and heavy and ugly sometimes you know and roll your eyes whatever don't invalidate my feelings this is just me speaking my truth and I know I'm not the only one who feels this way because a lot of girls tend to shame each other and you know have insecurities themselves and they just tend to project so it's kind of It's annoying. Girls can be dramatic sometimes, but at the same time, they're projecting and it's understandable where they're coming from, but it's hard to understand some people when they're projecting a little too much. But besides the point, I think that I am still working on creating healthier habits. I'm trying to meal prep. It's not going very well. I meal prepped, you know, earlier and I just haven't eaten them and I'm on this trip you know, so that's how, that's where that's going. I just don't think it tastes good. It's rice with bell peppers, chicken, some other stuff. I just haven't found a good sauce. That's the thing. Um, but I started developing, I guess, body dysmorphia when I was in 10th or 11th grade. I think it got really bad in 11th grade. 11th and 12th grade well I don't know I think mostly 11th grade um I just wasn't eating right and I would do other things to disrupt my um my appetite and I was not influenced by a good group of friends because they also had body dysmorphia and we just weren't looking out for each other the way we should be. So I've kind of disconnected away from those people after I graduated and cut ties because that's really what you have to do. You need to surround yourself with people who lift you up, who encourage you, who want to help you grow, who try to nourish you in beautiful ways not only through meals or sharing meals but through uplifting you and wishing the best for you um I think it's really important to surround yourself by a good group of people even if you're not if even if you don't have a strong relationship with your family try to find a good good group of friends and if you don't have a good group of friends try to be your own best friend and currently that's where I'm at I don't have a lot of friends anymore I mean I have friends but not like close friends like people I would tell everything to I feel like I don't have those anymore um either I cut them off because you know I tolerate a lot of toxic qualities from them or they moved or I don't know we just don't talk anymore but as you're getting older you learn to cut people off because you prioritize your own peace and you realize that you deserve more than 
you've been tolerating and you learn to cut people off. So that's where I'm at. And honestly, prioritizing your peace will have you feeling really lonely, but it's worth, you know, it's worth it than being around people who are fake and who don't reciprocate the same energy you give back. So not only was I, you know, battling body dysmorphia, I was also putting myself in a position where I wasn't getting the help I was I should be getting or getting the support I should be getting from friends or family and living in a household where you know your mom's Filipino Filipina or if your mom's Asian you know our small talk starts with why do you look fat or you look like you gained weight that's our small talk and it's really really fucking toxic it gets repetitive it gets annoying sometimes it gets to me but honestly I've just learned to let it go let it slide because moms like Asian moms don't know how to have small talks they don't know how to like ask oh how's your day been um what you know certain things moms ask like can I help you with anything like how are you feeling the one thing they say that shows that they care is did you eat you know they say that um And it's hard, honestly, to rely on yourself, to self-discipline yourself, to, it's a a lot, you know. I have been trying to self-discipline myself through going to the gym more often, eating healthier, not being on my phone as much, which is not working out very well, Um, and not eating out as much because I am trying to save money, I'm trying to budget because your girl is not balling like she should be because, you know, we're starting out. It's a new career. It's a new change. It's a new lifestyle. And it's not easy. I don't expect anything to be easy in life. I don't expect things to come to me easily. I know that I have to work for it for a while. And I know patience is key. So I am just waiting patiently and grinding it out. But if you ever feel, if you relate to anything that I'm saying, know that it will take time for you to get through it. And I'm not fully there yet. This is why I'm making this episode is to just spread awareness because, I mean, there's going to be days where you feel like, oh, I feel like. I've been eating consistently. I feel pretty good. I've been going to the gym. And then days where you feel like, oh my God, I feel so fucking ugly and just fat and heavy. And why do I look like this? And you just start to nitpick things about your body and it's really unhealthy. So I am trying to practice more self affirmations, telling myself things out loud like, you are beautiful, you are fucking hot, you're sexy, you're that girl, you, look at you, we're waking up, what, flawless, and I'm just trying to tell myself, like, these positive things, because if you're not hearing it from anybody else, you might as well speak it into reality, and live in that, so I, I know that if you're a high schooler, you're definitely most likely going through phases of you know, this of kind of harming your body and putting yourself down, but 
I it doesn't sound nice, but it is kind of a part of life or I don't know, part of growing up. If you're going to high school, you're going to be influenced by other girls and society standards and you're going to you know, start looking at yourself differently and comparing yourself to other people. And it's easier said than done when people say, you know, don't compare yourself to other people, but how can you when you're literally going to an environment every single day where you're surrounded by different people? And so that's honestly a part of life. You have to learn to take care of yourself and I don't know if someone famous said it or if it's something I made up, but you have to learn how to die. Or once you learn how to die, you learn how to live. And that is so true when you, there's going to be days where you feel like you're dying. You feel like you just want to end it and you just have the last, you know, you've had the last straw. And when you feel like you're in that dark place, in that void of chaos, confusion, frustration, and anger, you learn to find the light. It's going to sound super cliche, but you're going to learn to find the light within you that'll shine through because once you learn how to get through the darkness, you learn how to live. You learn to appreciate like certain moments in your life that feel beautiful, simple things such as waking up early in the morning, seeing the sunrise or hearing birds sing. You learn to be grateful for these small little things because you've experienced near-death experiences. Um, You've experienced depression. You've experienced really, really heavy stuff, traumatic stuff. And when you've gone through that, you just learn to appreciate the small things in life and living a simple a simple life, I guess. I know. Yeah, I don't know. But to me, from my experiences, I've gone through a lot of shit. I've gone through hell. And it's not over yet because there's a lot more stuff coming up that I know is going to break me, that is going to have me, you know, in my healing phases again. And I can't prepare for it. All I can do is go through it, attack it, and allow myself to feel and heal. So life is a bitch. It really is. It'll punch you so many times unexpectedly, but it's what's, who is it? Is it Rocky? I think Rocky says it's not about how many punches you get. It's about how many times you get up. And that's so true. I live by that and body dysmorphia isn't just one of those things it's one of the punches of life I guess um it's not only for women it's also for men too um it's not it's really not talked about a lot enough I should say but it happens and we go through it it's like I said one of the punches of life and it's there's more coming so just that's how I always think about it um if you think this is bad think about the stuff you'll be going through five years from now so I don't know I don't know it's just I I'm I try to think optimistically about certain things and that's just how my mind works um that's how my mind was working in high school like think about 
you think the homework that you're doing now in like eighth grade is bad. Think about like the homework you're going to be doing in 12th grade, like that type of stuff, you know. So things that help me get through it, that's what helped me. That that mindset is what helps me get through it. Whatever works for you, do it because, yeah. But some advice I would say is if you have body dysmorphia, I would take it easy. Don't try to have or set high expectations for yourself of like, oh, this week I'm going to go to the gym every single day. I'm going to eat three meals a day. I'm going to do this and this and this. It Don't set yourself up for failure. Take it slow. Go at your own pace. If you can eat at least, you know, two meals a day, that's wonderful. That's amazing. Um, if you can eat little snacks, if you can't eat a whole meal, that's okay. If you can eat some type of fruits, fruits are great for your body. They're very nourishing. Um, I would stick to oranges, apples, grapes are beautiful. And um, what else? Honeydew, honeydew is really good as well as cantaloupe. I love cantaloupe. Watermelon is fun. Um, you know, if you can't get yourself to eat like heavier meals, start with something like take baby steps along the way. And if you can't go to the gym for an hour, go for 30. If you can't go for 30, go for 15. If you can't go for 15, do a five minute workout, do something to move your body. Don't go all out because that's what I used to do. I'm a very tense person and I would just tire myself out and feel exhausted and work out for one day and feel exhausted the whole entire week and not go to the gym. So don't do that. Um, I would say stop looking at yourself in the mirror. Not completely stop, but reduce the amount of times you look at yourself in the mirror because it's toxic Um, because you start to nitpick certain parts of yourself. And that's something I'm still working on. I try to catch myself when I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, okay, you need to stop. Keep going. Um... And also, stop using the fucking scale. Fuck that shit. I don't even own a scale anymore just because when I did back, you know, when I was living with my parents, it was just toxic. I hated looking at it. I'm just, I kept track of it and I I don't like doing that anymore. The only time I look at a scale is when I go to the gym. And last time I looked at a scale was like yesterday and I haven't looked at a scale in like months. So it's whatever. I just don't do that to yourself um unless you're trying to bulk up or whatever um also surround yourself with a good group of people who support you who will keep you accountable having an accountability partner is really important and I wish I had an accountability partner in my life but I know that person's coming I just yeah I don't think I've had an accountability partner before I've had friends who I don't know I don't know I guess I haven't I'm not sure so I guess I haven't um I just don't remember at the moment um try to have people who keep you accountable by saying oh hey did you eat today did you remember to take your supplements did you do this did you do that just not being annoying but you know checking up on somebody and you know reciprocating the energy back and also just telling yourself positive things. Try to practice um, self-affirmations. I know they sound silly and stupid, but try it. You're going to end up smiling and laughing at yourself because of how stupid you sound. That's how I first, you know, was. I 
was just smiling at myself because I sounded so stupid, but it sounds nice hearing it, hearing yourself say positive things. Um, and try to wake up and not go on your phone. That's something I am trying to work on. I It's really bad. I look at my phone when I wake up and I need to stop doing that. I'm trying to become more present. I know I say this all the time. That's because I do it for a little bit and stop. And then it's a cycle. So I'm going to try to keep myself accountable. And I hope you guys do too. Um, I don't know. That's just something random. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I adore you. I love you. I hope that love and blessings always surround you. I hope that you receive endless love. I hope we... I hope that you radiate the energy that you give out. I hope that you attract what you're looking for and receive the most blessings and the most love. And thank you for listening. I love you.